Episode 36, Anti-Smacking Bill. Something to do with the fact that the coverage of the Iranian elections was crap. And it's, you know, I, it's I don't just, get the big deal. It seemed I, I, I did see this past, you know, the, the news channels uh, like, oh, well, you know, it's clearly it's been a big sham and uh, Ahmadinejad wins by, you know, a, a 50 percent margin. Like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, you're finally getting back into becoming the American. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a fine either American who doesn't give a sh- crap. Neither one of us will be able to do the show uh, solo. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of we got to practice from one of us gets two to the head and the gun in the left hand, John. You know, yeah, you know, we just yak away about yeah, and then such and such. And such. So, just going back to um, to either one of us could do this show solo. Can we just make a uh, um, a pact that should either one of us be killed by the government, that you know the other one just goes on the show and then you know says, well, you know, so in my case, would be well, I'm very sorry to report that. Uh, you know, John has been uh, suicided by the government, and then just go. And now, back to real news. And then just do su- some story about a guy who got his penis caught in the door and just continue the show? Yeah, well, okay. that's pretty much what we're doing now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just want to make sure we agree on that. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Jay Won't Darts podcast, where I mention my opinion on the Trade Me message board and get made fun of for being a vegan. This episode, I'll talk briefly about the anti-smacking bill that's caused grief in New Zealand. My intro is from NoAgenda104. Before I forget, hi to anyone from the Trade Me message board who's listening. I wish I could have gotten some recordings from you to play, no matter what side you're on. Hi to Wayne472, MaryGJ, Mikey853NZ, and anyone else who is listening from New Zealand. I could be wrong about details I mentioned in this episode, so feel free to correct me. I'll give out my email address at the end of this episode as usual. A little background about New Zealand politics for international listeners. In New Zealand, we have MMP, which is a system in which several smallish parties can band together and become a government. It's not X versus Y. If party X doesn't have enough votes to govern alone, it can gain support from party Gamma, so it has enough votes to be government. In New Zealand, we do have two major parties, one centre-left, one centre-right. We have Labour on the left and National on the right. Labour had been in power forever, but had increasingly been under siege from National gaining more votes each election. Labour would rely on smaller left-wing parties to hand it extra votes to cross the line into power again. Generally, both major parties get 80-odd percent of the votes, roughly 40% each for Labour and National. Labour, the major left-wing party, normally campaigns on more health care and more education, with more liberal ways to get ahead in life, more benefits, welfare, and affirmative action for minority races. National, the major right-wing party, normally campaigns on law and order, lowering taxes, and keeping a more old-fashioned, work-hard-to-get-ahead-in-life-and-don't-complain attitude. The Green Party is a fairly large, small party, probably the third largest party overall, The Greens focus on climate change, pollution, helping people break the cycle of poverty, and affirmative action. They are quite left-wing overall. The Green Party is probably the most interesting, I think, always having two leaders, one male, one female. The Greens often have crazy and well-known MPs, dope-smoking Rastafarians who ride skateboards, people who get tears in their eyes at the thought of genetic modification, 
or radical feminists who spend most of their adult life on welfare, get arrested in protests, and tell everyone else how to live their lives. I'm being a bit mean with my descriptions of the Greens, but they're normally the most crazy MPs in Parliament. There's also the Māori Party, which normally focuses on giving more state assets to Māori tribes and helping the Māori race, affirmative action. The Māori Party is very modern, it was formed in 2004. The Māori Party can be either left or right-wing, but I often think of it as more left-wing, aligning with Labour over National. Those are the parties I think are the most important. We have a handful of other largest small parties, but they don't matter as much to me personally and don't get as large a percentage of the votes at election time. The Labour government, with help from smaller parties, had been in power for three terms, up until the 2008 election when National got in, with help from two minor parties. Under the Labour government, Green Party member Sue Bradford had a private member's bill about child discipline put into law. It changed Section 59 of the Crimes Act of 1961 to now remove the defence of reasonable force for parents charged with assault on their children. This has become known as the anti-smacking bill, as it basically bans smacking your children. It is now a violent act that is not allowed, according to most people. 113 MPs voted the bill in. Only seven voted against it, so all the politicians were basically fine with smacking being banned. I have seen people stating that this law does not make smacking illegal, but in fact only prevents bad parents from beating their children. For this episode, I'm going along with the mainstream belief that this is an anti-smacking bill that wants all physical discipline from parents to be banned, and that includes smacking. National was initially against this bill, but with an addition of Part 4 that police investigating claims of smacking could decide if this was done to the child, inconsequentially or not. If the police officer thought the child was no worse off from being smacked, they could choose not to prosecute the parents. This was sort of allowing smacking, although it would be up to a police officer to judge whether the child had been hurt or not, which could be risky for parents who wanted to smack their children. The full section 59 now reads, Parental control 1. Every parent of a child and every person in the place of a parent of the child is justified in using force if the force used is reasonable in the circumstances and is for the purpose of a. Preventing or minimizing harm to the child or another person, or b. Preventing the child from engaging or continuing to engage in conduct that amounts to a criminal offense, or c. Preventing the child from engaging or continuing to engage in offensive or disruptive behavior, or d. Performing the normal daily tasks that are incidental to good care and parenting. 2. Nothing in subsection 1 or in any rule of common law justifies the use of force for the purpose of correction. 3. Subsection 2 prevails over subsection 1. 4. To avoid doubt, it is affirmed that the police have the discretion not to prosecute complaints against a parent of a child or person in the place of a parent of a child in relation to an offense involving the use of force against a child where the offense is considered to be so inconsequential that there is no public interest in proceeding with a prosecution. All that makes my head hurt. I could never be a politician with all those confusing words. The parts I think would let a parent hit a child are ruled over by other additions at the end. 
parents are allowed to physically grab a child if they're about to walk into a busy street. They can hold them back from doing something dangerous, but they cannot hit a child afterwards. Bad child, I'm going to smack you. <laughs> I've seen people who support the bill saying that smacking is actually fully allowed by this bill, and that what the bill known as the anti-smacking bill is about is stopping parents giving an old-fashioned good hiding to their children after some time. Instead of smacking the child on the hand to stop them smacking another child, it actually means wait till daddy comes home to hit you with his belt. Like I said before, I'm going to focus on smacking. I'll assume this bill is to be against smacking children outright. There's been massive public outrage, with about 80% of the public apparently for smacking children, and only 20 or so percent against smacking children. Labour had to have fears people could turn against it because of the anti-smacking bill. It had been labelled too politically correct, and also as a nanny state that wanted to control everything people could and couldn't do. Labour had ideas about banning normal incandescent light bulbs, and only having compact fluorescent bulbs that used quarter the electricity, the sort I use, as well as ideas about making showers have to be run at a lower pressure. They wouldn't have a lovely strong pressure, instead using less water to save on the amount of water used nationwide. People were very angry about both of these ideas, and the anti-smacking bill certainly annoyed them even more. National ended up gaining power from Labour. National was against Labour's ideas about banning bright light bulbs and strong showers. National, however, is keeping the anti-smacking bill, which effectively prevents parents from smacking their children. A referendum was initiated by upset voters, which is happening at the moment. I got my voting paper yesterday. This referendum is going to cost the taxpayer over 8.9 million New Zealand dollars. I have no idea where the money is going, it's just pieces of paper that get a yes or no tick, but it's going somewhere. The question that's being asked is, should a smack, as part of good parental correction, be a criminal offence in New Zealand? Which I think is confusing as hell. I've asked people who are for smacking and who are against smacking, and people on both sides think it's a bad question. It says, good parental correction, as if a smack can be that, something good parents do, but it's also a criminal offence. I think it's a loaded question designed to make people vote no that they are for smacking children because the question makes it seem like you're making good parents commit a criminal offence. I would think most people also feel a right they have is being taken away by the man. You've been ever so good putting up with my voice for so long, so I'll use a clip of someone else talking for a change. This is a guide to the anti-smacking bill I found on an anti-smacking website I'll mention later on. I got the video from YouTube. It's from before the referendum had been issued. Hi, and welcome to your guide to the anti-smacking bill. Since its introduction, there have been many controversies with it, including people getting charged for clips around the ear, and neighbors calling the police over children having tantrums. Many people are confused over the law, so this guide is here to help clear up any issues that you have. We should probably start off by reviewing exactly why the law had to change. The old law stated, Every parent of a child is justified in using force by way of correction towards the child if the force used is reasonable in the circumstance. The term reasonable force is rather vague, however, and has allowed parents to get away with beating their children with weapons, such as the woman who was found not guilty for striking her son three to four times with a horsewhip 
and whacking him six times with a bamboo cane after he misbehaved. The main need for changing the law came after a special UN committee made some concluding observations on New Zealand child laws. The committee is deeply concerned that despite a review of legislation, the state party has not amended section 59 of the Crimes Act of 1961, which allows parents to use reasonable force against children. So soon after this report was released, the voice behind the bill, Sue Bradford, introduced it. However, it wasn't until 27th of July 2005 that she got to read her bill to Parliament. This is a chance for New Zealand to take a step into the future and rid ourselves of a law which legalises the smacking of children. Sue Bradford proposed that Section 59 of the Crimes Act be repealed to prevent the excuse of reasonable force as a defence for hitting a child. Her proposed amendment was as follows. Every parent of a child is justified in using force if the forced use is reasonable in the circumstances and is for the purpose of a preventing harm to the child, such as b preventing the child from engaging in a criminal offence c preventing the child from continuing disruptive behaviour la 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 and finally performing daily parental tasks Nothing in subsection 1 or in any rule of common law justifies the use of force for the purpose of correction. This means you can push a kid out of the way of a moving car, but you cannot discipline them for getting into that position. The proposed bill received a lot of publicity around the country. Some good, but most people were opposed to the bill, including many politicians. So it wasn't until it received some tweeting that National and Labour finally agreed on the bill having enough votes to pass into law. The alteration added a section to Sue Bradford's proposed bill, whereby police were given discretion not to prosecute parents in relation to an offence where the offence was considered to be so inconsequential that there was no public interest in proceeding with a prosecution. This was done to reassure parents they wouldn't be criminals for giving their children a little smack. Well, now that this law is in place, we are being told to use alternative methods to discipline our children. Such recommended ways include Ignoring Ma'am, can I have this ma'am? Ma'am! Ma'am! Rewards Now that you've cleaned your room, you can have dessert. Expressing disapproval Tom, I don't like you hitting your sister. Warning Cut that out, or you're going straight to your room. And also, timeout. Tom, go sit in the corner and think about what you've done. Whether we like it or not, the bill is here to stay, so adopting these techniques is now your best chance of staying out of jail and living together happily as a family. I like the end part, like it or not, the bill is here to stay, so adopting these techniques is the best way to stay out of jail. Well. Actually, a referendum is being held which could overturn the anti-spanking bill and let parents smack their children again. I'll play a three news story about the anti-spanking bill, then a full debate that was on Campbell Live. 
Afterwards, I'll tell you my personal feelings about smacking, if I'm voting that parents should be able to smack their children or not. Welcome back. The child smacking debate is back in the spotlight with confirmation the country will vote on a citizens-initiated referendum. Those who signed a petition to have the referendum insist it's needed, but others argue that the question being asked is pointless. See Aston reports. You may be a parent, you're definitely somebody's child, and if you're old enough, you can vote in a referendum next month asking, should a smack as part of good parental correction be a criminal offence in New Zealand? It follows Green MP Sue Bradford's controversial bill outlawing force or violence being used to discipline children, but the question's been dubbed loaded and ambiguous. The question is misleading. The question presupposes that smacking is part of good parental correction, and I would argue that. It also says that parents who smack their children are likely to become criminals, and neither of those things are correct. I think it runs risk of being a little ambiguous. If you're registered to vote, you'll soon find a letter like this in your mailbox and ads like this on your television. Should a smack, as part of good parental correction, be a criminal offence in New Zealand? The cost of all this during a global recession is almost $9 million. But Family First Bob McCoskery says that's the price of democracy. We had a law that was passed right against the will of the people. I mean, most of the polls said 80% of people oppose the anti-smacking law. Uh, this referendum is a chance for people to have their say because they felt the politicians wouldn't listen. What a waste of taxpayers' money that we have to go through this exercise when the government review will be happening. Since the law was passed in 2007, only one Christchurch parent has been prosecuted. In the same period, 13 children have died due to child abuse. The test for me is whether the law's working at this stage, I believe it is. Voting runs from July 31 to August 21, but whether the vote is yes or no, it isn't binding and the law's likely to remain unchanged. Sia Aston, 3 News. Let's meet our guest first up, Bob McCroskery, Family First Director, and a man campaigning for you to vote no in that referendum. Hi, Bob, welcome. Hi, John. Then Anton Blanc from the Māori Child Advocacy Group Te Kahui. Mana Ririki, set up in 2007 after a Māori child abuse summit. Kia ora, Sorry. Anton. A man who wants you to vote yes, of course. Next, Cheryl Saville, who helped collect the signatures for the petition and is, in fact, the instigator of the <laughs> referendum itself. Welcome, Cheryl. Clearly, you want a no vote. Hi. And finally, the chief executive of Bananos New Zealand, Murray Edridge, who very much wants you to vote yes. Welcome, Good Murray. Evening, Welcome John. to all of you. Right, let's begin with a text question straight away because so many have come in and I think in a nutshell this is the sort of, well, the heart of lots of the questions that we've had from people who are no vote supporters. So we're going to put this up on the screen, I hope, any moment. When a child's life is at risk, i.e. toddler pulls the cord of a hot kettle, a smack on hand shows how serious the danger is. I don't condone smacking in anger. Mari from Bernardos, what's wrong with that scenario as you see it? Well, John, all of us want to keep children safe, and, and that's the purpose, that's the, why we do the things that we do. The law change that was provided for two years ago provided for the opportunity to physically intervene if your child is at risk or is a danger to anybody else. What the law does not allow you to do is to smack your child as a means of correction as a consequence of the event that's happened. Okay, so Bob, the law as it stands, Murray's telling us, would allow for a situation where you reach across <coughs> and say, oi, stop that, get, get your hand off that jug. Is that right? Yeah, if, if you smack to, say, get your hand off that jug just before they're about to touch the hot water, uh, that, that is protected as long as it's reasonable. Uh, however, if 
they come away from that and you're talking to them and they say, no, I'm going to go back and touch that jug. And you say, you're not to do that. It's going to scold you. That's correction. That's illegal. Uh, that's the minefield that parents have to go through. They're saying to themselves, gee, am I correcting or am I preventing bad behaviour? And, and where do those two cross over? It's a terrible law, and even Sue Bradford admits that it's a confusing law. And Tom, what do you think of it? You... Well, I was just thinking about that example, and what the law does allow, it allows parents to restrain children, but that's not hitting. And I think what the viewer is saying is that in that kind of situation that you're, you're um, showing what kind of pain the, the child could um, might experience if she pulled the jug down. But what we know about smacking is that it doesn't work. Um, it makes parents feel bad, um, and children, children identify smacking as hitting, and that's come through repeatedly in um, research. So children um, feel angry and resentful at their parents, and parents actually end up feeling bad about their own behaviour. Uh, Cheryl, how many kids have you got? I've got two girls. And have you smacked them? I have smacked them in the past. OK. <laughs> and, and what have they done to get a smack? Um, they've been disobedient or gone to do something that, or touch something that they're not allowed to touch. Okay, um, so, so the, been, the kettle scenario. Uh, yes, well, no, as that, that sort it's of more the prevention thing again, uh, preventing them from hurting themselves. Uh, you want to teach them not to touch things that are, obviously they're going to get hurt. But again, the, the issue that I have is that it's the, the second part of the law, which is about correcting and training, which is what Bob has referred to already. So when you want to uh, correct your child and say, um, you're not to touch that, it, you know, it might be the television remote or something that's um, valuable and you don't want them to break it and not touch it, and to correct them from that, um, that's where I think, you know, it should, you should be allowed to... OK, OK, hold on. I just want to... We've just got a, a comment. We've also been collecting views from people on the streets. Let's listen to one of those. Um, I don't believe in physical violence against children at all, and adults are protected, and why shouldn't children be? You see, for me, that's the nub of the yes argument in this referendum. In other words, if we really cheese each other off tonight and start merrily hitting each other, we're going to get into trouble. No, and yet we're physical. No John, it's the nub of the no vote. We don't believe in physical violence as well. The problem is that we do not believe that a smack on the bottom or a smack on the hand is physical violence. And, and that's where the difference is, because we want to deal with child but abuse. We desperately want to yeah, you know, find the rotten parents. But every, every technique can go to an extreme. There's parents who don't believe in smacking, they believe in time out, okay? But if you lock your child in a room for three hours in a dark room, that technique becomes abuse. If I give you a telling oh. off and I tell you you're a loser, John, okay. and you're never going to amount to anything, yeah. a telling off becomes a verbal abuse. Absolutely. A Anton, can Anton, Anton, I sense you want to respond. Yeah, I well, see. I just think the, that where, where we're getting sidetracked is um, by side issues. The core issue is about the rights of children. Do children have the, right, the same rights as adults? Um, to be free from violence. That's the core issue. Oh, we agree with and that. And what you're arguing about is you're arguing about parents' rights. No, no, parents it's the, no, the role of children. parents. It's the role of parents no. and the ability for parents to have the option of using a smack when it's appropriate. I mean, the, the, but the do you yes think, vote but had do you think, But do you think that children have the same rights to be free from violence that adults do? Oh, exactly, and most parents do. That's okay, just well, it. It's only you, the rotten you, parents who don't know what Section 59 is. If you smack me, you You see, I'm listening to you. If the police hit you with a baton, they wouldn't be in trouble. If they used a taser, they wouldn't. It's context. Murray, can I bring you in here? Because you're sitting or looking on as these two fellows disagree. And both in good faith. Absolutely. What's your faith? Well, sorry, what's your good faith as somebody who cares for children? John, th this law is about keeping children safe. It's protecting their, their well-being. It's about enhancing their development. See, your caller asked a question that said and, and made a reference to the fact that she didn't condone smacking in anger. Now, 
I believe that most smacking is done in anger because it's a response to a situation. Cheryl, were you angry? Because I thought it was a curious example that you used the remote. I mean, I mean so that yeah, you, you say, exactly. Well, and so, I, and so I don't ag yeah, I don't agree with the smacking thing in anger. It's again with anything. It's a discipline thing. It's like um, so when you dispassionate, when you worked a, up, I just when you smacked your kids, were you thinking, "Pucky, you, you little brat," or were you, <laughs> or were you thinking, "No, coolly, calmly, dispassionate"? What was your headspace? There? I mean, well, when you've got a child that's going to go towards something that they're not allowed to touch, and you've said no, it's like, well, don't touch that because you'll get a smack, or don't touch that because I've said not to because I don't want it getting broken. Okay, okay. So you're actually talking to the child and reasoning with the child, and so it's not an anger all the time. Obviously, people get worked up. Obviously, we're, none of us are perfect parents, and and we get angry, but that doesn't mean we take it out on okay. a child, and it's our But if you're calm and dispassionate, why would you choose to smack? Because there's other alternatives available Because it to works. You. Because it works. Okay. It doesn't work. I mean, I mean, the reality is it doesn't work. But it's done. Actually, it up. I guess the question is. I guess the question is. Do other things work too? And we'll come back. I just want to take another text because they are flooding in, and I. I think that there are people involved in this. If you had elderly and senile parents and they behaved like naughty children, would you smack them? If not, why not, Bob? No, of course you wouldn't, because it's a, diff a totally different relationship. Um, what, what you're dealing with is parents and children and different techniques. I mean, you don't send elderly parents to the time-out chair. You don't make them sit on the naughty chair or to time-out. You, you, you know, you don't tell them to eat their peas or when to go to bed. It's a very different function. And what we're saying here is that parents choose techniques which work according to the age, uh, according to what the behaviour is, what they're characterised by. And I have great faith in parents that they're choosing non-abusive techniques, of which smacking may be one. They just want the option to be able to use a smack. as a. Usually it's used as a backup, and that's what the polls Anton, say. Anton. And this is what I find really interesting about the, the um, debate at the moment, because, I mean, certainly the research from the Ritchies has told us that um, smacking is majorly on the decline since the 60s, and certainly the um, stuff that Simon Collins has been publishing this week in the Herald, is that most people are saying that they um, don't often use smacking. I mean, it, it's dying as a, as a form of discipline. Can, can I, can I ask, you, who, yeah. can sh show of hands from our guests, who smacked their children here? Right, yes. you, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Have you smacked your children less often than you were smacked? When you were kids, yes. well, that's what. Yeah. Okay, so 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 it's too long. It's a dying tradition. Yeah. It's a it's a dated form of parenting. No, it's not. And what you've done, what, no, what you've done with this no. referendum is, you you are appealing to people's sense of their their rights in their own home, their fear of nanny state. But actually, it's on the decline anyway. Okay. No, it hasn't okay. been on the decline. It's gone through stages. In fact, if you look at the research, telling off was very common during the uh, 70s. Uh, time out has become very popular as well. Mm. I'll tell you what, I mean, I'm, I'm reading research at the moment from the Natural Parent Project in the US that says that time out is bad for kids okay. because it leads to separation. Well, we we're going to So where do we go? No, we're yeah. going to go in air break. Murray, we will hear from you first after the air break. I'm very sorry to cut you off. Um, I think if it's done under a lot of consideration, I don't think it damages or hurts. Murray Edridge, if it's done under consideration, calmly, coolly, dispassionately, it doesn't hurt that lady thinks. What do you reckon? John, I think we've got to be careful that we don't set that as a benchmark. It doesn't do any harm. It doesn't hurt. If we allow our children to play next to a busy road, it may not do, it may not do any harm, it may not hurt, but it may be incredibly dangerous for the child. We know it's not necessarily the best way to raise children. We know it's not necessarily the, the best way to give them the, the, the correct start in life. But there is damage potentially. And we know that some of the abuse that happens around children can be linked back to physical discipline. Hey, listen, parenting is hard work. 
Everybody out there will know it's hard work, we know it's hard work, but hopefully we learn from our experiences. And over time, parenting practices have changed and we've become more considered in the way we parent, I hope. And if we're serious about a, a social change in our society that will achieve the sort of results we've all aspired to, which is about no violence, then we've got to start somewhere. Oh, and if, if we hit our kids, yeah. what are we saying then about social change? Cheryl, can I come to you with that? I spoke to a paediatrician, Dr Russell Wills, who's head of paediatric care at Hawke's Bay District Health Board and is also uh, on the Paediatric Society of New Zealand. He says the good thing about the legislation as it stands now, and this is why he'll be voting yes, is that it draws a line in the sand. And it's a bloody simple line. And if you look at organisations like Plunkett, Bernardo, Save the Children, UNICEF, all who work with children, they're all saying vote yes. Does it cause you disquiet that you're on the other side from those organisations? Um, initially, um, when we got involved in this, um, we didn't really know what the percentages were going to be with people's response to it. And so you've got government-funded organisations that you've just mentioned, um, and so that's really um, important to, to note too. Mm. Um, but, um, sorry, we've got... What really concerns me is that 80% of the population still think that this is a, a, a valid way to raise their children and don't think that it's violent. We're talking about a light smack. Again, um, we, we don't condone violence towards children. That whole thing is that we don't, a smack is not violent. Okay. You know, it causes I don't, I don't a, a that short... I of the population, though, um, believe that, that smacking is the right thing to do. Because I think that is changing. Okay. And, and I think we, we, saw, but we saw people respond to the law change because they didn't understand the nature of the change. And also, I, and there were other issues, weren't there? And I'm sure, Bob, you had missed this. A lot of it was, you know, Helen Clark's government, nanny state, and mm. intervention in the home. I mean, there were other, I'm sure there were other subtexts. Well, I, I think, you know, it comes back down to the basic debate of, of should a parent who's raising great, good functioning kids in a loving environment who chooses to correct a child with a smack on the bottom or a smack on the hand, should they be treated as a criminal under our law? That, that's a terrible statement except, to be making on those Bob, parents. Can I call you on that? Hmm. Would they be treated as a criminal? Yes, they are. They are actually criminalised. Yeah. Okay. It's actually okay. in the it's law. It's a criminal okay. activity I, I, yeah. subject to discretion of the police. I hope that the cop's nice mm. to you. Yeah. But then, of course, you've got the SIFS investigation, which, of course, 30% increase in the last year have completely taken uh, okay. off. Let's, have, let's, let's have, hold on a second. Well, we'll come back to you, Anton. I just, yeah. We've got another text, because this is relevant to us. This person feels yeah. if passing this law, that is the legislation as it currently stands, saves one child's life, is it worth it. In other words, this is the line in the sand argument, isn't it, Anton? If yeah. the legislation as it stands sends out a message that says, yeah. violence against kids is okay, even if, Bob and Cheryl, what you're doing isn't, as you said, violence against kids, mm. isn't that a good thing? It is, it is a good thing. It's about zero tolerance of violence towards children and um, where the debate is getting a bit lost here is, I mean, our child maltreatment rates, our child abuse rates are some of the worst in the world. And you're particularly interested in, this I is am, a touchy subject, in a child This is what motivates Maori. me in this debate. We've got the third highest rate of killing children in the OECD. Half those deaths are Māori children. So we're really concerned about Māori kids. So, you know, um, parking New Zealanders worried about their rights as parents, they can worry about that. What I'm concerned about is um, saving the lives of our children. Well, you know, and I, as, I totally agree. Bob, I'd love to. So please, yeah. Anton, yeah. be it. So and I believe that as long as you allow people to hit their children, some families will kill them. Bob, what do you say? I yeah. totally agree with Anton. Mm. If you read the uh, OECD reports, mm. UNICEF reports, SIF reports, the Children's Commissioner's report that just came out this year, they all say the same thing. A child is at risk when there is family breakdown, when there is drug and 
and alcohol abuse in the home, when there is non-biological adult living in the house. You know, some of the safest countries in the OECD and have I not guess, banned smacking in I, those reports. And, and I yeah. guess, Murray, this it's is the point, hearing. isn't it? That, 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 that maybe this, this legislation at some level is preaching to the converted. If you are a se severely dysfunctional and violent household in which Dad is giving Mum the bash and the kids the he's not going to say, bugger me, this is prevented under the law, I'm not going to do it. Is he? Will this really stop the sort of violence that is putting one child a week in Starship Hospital? John, if we're serious about moving to a place as a community where we value our kids, where we value households and a society that is non-violent, then we've got to start somewhere. Mm. And how can you have a movement towards a non-violent society when we still allow the right for one sector of the society to damage another sector? Cheryl? Children well, need protection. We already have the law, it was already in place to, to um, that stopped violence against children. Well, the law was already there. You can't do that to children. Effective. So section 59. So I don't understand why we think that the smacking is going to do anything because it's criminalising all the good parents anyway. The parents that are actually killing our children and breaking their bones and doing terrible, terrible um, injuries to them are not going to obey a law. One final word from the street because uh, so many people have responded to us and contacted us and all this. Listen to this. Absolutely not. The majority of us grew up with a smack here and there and it's like, where do you draw the line? You know, how, how do you sort of police it as well? It's, it's like an unworkable law, really. Anton, can you talk to that? Did, were you smacked as a kid? Yes, I was smacked. And, 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 and you were a lovely example of a concerned, <laughs> functioning, um, reasonable citizen. Was, In other was, words, it didn't do you any harm, did it? Well, I think it did. Yes, I think it did. And it certainly affected my relationship with my parents and my memories of them. Uh, Mum and Dad were regular smackers, although they, um, they've got a very selective kind of memory about it. But, um, and my memories of them smacking me were not pleasant. They were often angry and out of control. Um, so what it taught me to do was to be um, scared of them and um, to do things to avoid being smacked. Okay. Guys, yeah. this, this has passed incredibly quickly this time. I just mm. want to talk. Can I, I just want to ask the yes voters, the two yeah. yes voters on the panel, because I know you two no voters passionately want people to vote no, right? Because that's why you've organised this referendum <laughs> and gone to a great deal of trouble. Show. There is some talk about people spoiling the ballot papers and not responding or whatever. What would be your preferred option, M Murray? John, the problem is the referendum question is misleading okay. itself. So it's really hard for people to understand how to vote. I'm suggesting that people need to vote yes because that's about protection of children and it's about preservation An of the law. Anton, very quickly. Uh, vote yes to, for the sake of Māori children. OK, Bob yeah. and Cheryl. A the big question vote. isn't confusing. If you oppose the anti-smacking law, vote no. Yes, vote no. Yep. Should a smack be criminal offence? Vote no. Not. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for your texts. And, uh, and the debate will go on on our opinion pages. Go to 3news.co.nz, go to your opinion. Please feel free to express more. We will summarise those views tomorrow. And I want to thank our guests. Fantastic debate conducted in thoroughly good spirits. <laughs> I think I really appreciate okay, it. OK, as promised, I'll tell you about how I myself am voting on the anti-smacking bill referendum. I'm personally voting yes. I am against smacking children, as I believe it to be an act of violence. Calling it smacking does not change that it is essentially just hitting another person to make them do what you want. I know that many people who are for smacking will be angry that I consider smacking to be hitting, but if it's not hitting, if it's not physical discipline, then what is it? It's like the people who say that they're vegetarian, but they eat fish. They consider fish not to be meat. They see a fish's eyes, a mouth, they eat and go to the toilet, well, so to speak, they breed and have more baby fish, they feel pain, they see, hear, they can sense in ways we can't, such as feeling disturbances in the water around them, but then, 
Oh no, a fish is not an animal. A fish is a vegetable or something. It's not meat. No, I say that smacking is the same as hitting. A light smack is the same as a light hit. If child X smacked child Y, even very lightly, we wouldn't let them do that, would we? I wonder, if a child smacked another child, would a no-voting parent then smack child X? I think so. If we don't tolerate children using violence, then why do we use it against them? If a mentally disabled person is mentally five years old, would we smack them in the way we might smack a five-year-old? I don't think so. I've heard arguments that, Oh, it's a different relationship, is mentioned in the Campbell Live debate, but no, I don't agree with that. It's no different, just as light smacking and light hitting are the same to me. Now to be clear, I don't think that all parents who smack their children are bloodthirsty murderers who come home at night and beat their partners and then kill their children with a coat hanger. I'm not being silly like that. To smack someone is to hit someone, and that's violence. I don't see adults smacking other adults. Why is that? There comes an age where parents generally don't smack their children. Why do you think that is? I'd assume it's because the child is big enough to smack back, to hurt the parent. It's not fun hitting another person when you could be hit back. I've already ticked yes, that a smack should be a criminal offence. You can see a photo of my vote slip on my Flickr account. I know it's hard for some parents who grew up being smacked, and who smack their own children today, to see that other people have a problem with their behaviour. I was smacked as a child, and I'd be threatened with a smack too. Stop doing that! Do you want me to smack you? Or the parent would be going to get the wooden spoon. My mother would hit me with a large wooden spoon. It would be a real threat for me. I'm going to get the spoon! If I were doing something she didn't like, and sometimes if I did something accidentally that I knew she'd hit me for, I'd plead, No mum, not the wooden spoon! Although it probably just made me look more pathetic to her as she hit me. I have a few clips from people supporting my idea that smacking children is violence. I asked no voters, people who wanted to smack their children, to appear, but they either didn't want to be recorded, or were unable to record themselves and send me an mp3. I honestly wish they were on here, talking to me personally, but I've played neutral clips, four smacking clips, as well as my own point of view against smacking. So I think this episode has been quite fair to all sides so far. Here are two clips I got, both from fellow vegans incidentally. Bruce from the Vegan NZ Chat email group. Here's my take on it. If an adult pisses off another adult, and is spanked, or similar force is used, hitting, thumping, punching etc., then that is a crime, and the hitter is charged with assault, a serious charge. Often punished by jail. If a big adult, who by definition is bigger and stronger than a small kid, is pissed off with a kid and thumps them, first this is going to be much more likely to damage the kid or break a bone, and second, what sort of example does this set for the kid? From this, they learn that when they are pissed off, they in turn should use violence against the person who angered them. This keeps the cycle of violence alive. No wonder we live in such a violence-filled society. TV is also a lot to blame by showing violence in many shows. It is almost impossible not to upset someone in a normal day, whether it's someone you beat to a car park, someone who you accidentally bump as you walk down a corridor, or someone who is offended by your new joke. 
So do we need to have all these trivial incidents becoming major scraps? Using violence on kids teaches them that yes, all such trivia should be repaid with violence. I think doctors at the accident and emergency wards should be interviewed about this issue. They would quickly report that 95% of their cases are unnecessary violence gone haywire. Cheers, Bruce. Hi, I'm Sam from the podcast NZ Vegan Teen and the website nzdairy.webs.com. I think that smacking is wrong because it sends a message to the child that if you're angry at someone, you just hit them. And um, it's no wonder that uh, we have such a violent society when parents are basically telling their kids that it's okay to hit someone to solve your problems or to solve their behavior problems. Um, I also think that if someone uh, smacks an adult, they are charged with assault. And if someone smacks a kid who is more defenseless and fragile, they should also be charged with assault. Thank you to both Bruce and Sam for appearing on my podcast. Every vegan I know is against smacking children. I think my vegan friends are against it as they see it as a violent act that a large adult is doing to a small and helpless child. I would think that practically all vegans who are generally for peace and against all violence would most likely be against smacking children. My father went to school at a time when boys got hit with a cane. The teacher could actually physically hit children. Unbelievable! I know my older listeners might be laughing at me now, but I can't imagine teachers being able to hit children. Did they get hit if they didn't do their homework? I know that it certainly didn't stop the bad kids being bad. I've been told by a no voter who was for smacking that her husband would upset the teacher to make them get hit in class and that they'd hide under desks and run about the classroom. They thought it was a great time. Smacking them or hitting them with a cane didn't control them. Also, girls didn't get hit with a cane because they were thought of as weaker than the boys, I'd assume. My father is left-handed, and he wasn't allowed to write with his left hand at school. I think he would be hit with a ruler for doing that. Imagine schools today hitting little boys for writing with their left hand, which is natural for them. It's no different than hitting them because of their race or because they're gay. Unbelievable. I wonder if the average parent who believes in smacking also believes in hurting left-handed children so they have to write like a right-handed person. Imagine being the only left-handed child in a classroom of right-handed people. Imagine being told by the large male teacher who's holding a roller to hit you with, You're gonna do what I tell you, boy. You don't use that hand except for what in your butt, boy. Do you want a smack? You want me to hit you, huh? Think you're a fancy left-hander now, do you, hey? Awful. I found a website written by a young child. If kids even once stepped out of line, they were strapped or caned. If they got caught not working or doing the wrong thing, they would stand you up at the front of the class and make you wear the dunce's cap or make you hold out your hand to be strapped. If you were left-handed, you were forced to use your right, and if you did otherwise, your left hand would be strapped until it was too sore to use. Being strapped meant being hit with a strap. <laughs> if you were late for school, you would be strapped the number of minutes late. The teacher always carried a ruler about to give anybody who was not doing what they were told to a hard rap across the knuckles. Children had no choice in the work they did or how they did it. Whatever teacher said to do was to be done. For being really bad, you could be caned six times, and that's where the saying, six of the best, came from. 
Some teachers made you bend over and put your head under the blackboard, so when they caned your backside, if you raised your head, you would hit it on the chalk ledge. If I can see this is wrong, then I don't see why other people can't. There's evidence from polls that fewer people smoke their children now than in the 1960s. It's gone down dramatically. The use of physical discipline by parents has been reduced. You can hear that from the Campbell Live debate. The people in the debate were asked if they smoke their children now less than they were smoked as a child themselves. They all agreed. I doubt children have suddenly gotten nicer, more polite. Don't old people say the opposite? And yet, I would assume that even parents for smacking children smack them less than they were smacked growing up, and that often parents feel bad about smacking their children. We don't hit children for being left-handed or Māori anymore, so why hit them because they hit another child? An eye for an eye will make the whole world blind, as Gandhi said. Here are some clips that are both for and against smacking from well-known people. Tony Blair, former Prime Minister of the UK. I think everybody actually knows the difference between smacking a kid and, and abusing a child. I don't think all people who smack their kids go on to beat them to a pulp, but a smack is still hitting, and that's violence against children. Dame Kerry Takanoa, a New Zealand musician. And I'm finding now that um, there's no respect anywhere. I remember our Prime Minister just a, a year or so again said, we must teach people respect. You don't teach people respect, you earn respect. So why has this happened? The teachers are not allowed to correct children. Suddenly now you're not allowed to smack your child. So, you know, you can't do anything without someone telling you not to do it. I don't think you should have to earn respect. You should be able to get it. It should be expected that you're a good person. And you shouldn't be punished until you can prove yourself good. You should be treated with dignity so you respect your seniors, that you see everyone as equal. Helen Clark, former Labour Prime Minister of New Zealand. I think a lot of people are uncomfortable with the beating, uh, but they don't want to see uh, you know, stressed and harassed parent, uh, you know, called in by the police because they they smacked a child. So, so you I don't think want to see a debate to go on, right? So you don't want to see uh, smacking banned? Absolutely not. Well, I think you're trying to defy human nature. I don't agree with Helen Clark, and Labor was for this bill being passed while she was Prime Minister. John Key, current National Prime Minister of New Zealand. So let me just tackle the first of them, one of the big ones has been Section 59, that is the anti-smacking bill. National's position has been quite clear. Uh, we, we back ordinary New Zealand parents to get it right. We don't uh, for one moment condone abuse, and that's why we had a, a Chester Burroughs Amendment which would have watered down uh, the, the term in the Crimes Act at the moment, which is for reasonable force. And we have seen one or two occasions where parents have beaten children and attempted to claim uh, reasonable force. Uh, we were proposing a, an alteration to that, which would be able to say, you know, a light smack uh, would be acceptable under some conditions, but not, you know, the beating of a child. Um, uh, my view is this: that if it was as simple as changing sort of the legislative wand, if you like, and, and uh, making child abuse go away, and I think New Zealanders do have to be concerned about the level of child abuse then look, of course we would support the legislation. But the reality is it won't work. Uh, in the same way that we have a law against murder, and we still have 50 or 60 murders uh, in our country. So I, for one, personally back parents to get it right, and I think in the vast bulk of cases uh, they do. Um, I think parents should have the right to exercise the view of whether they smack their children or not. 
Uh, as a parent, I can tell you, you know, we did occasionally smack our children when they were much younger, uh, very lightly and in moderation. Um, our kids are 11 and 13 now, and I've long since learned that taking their mobile phone off them or banning them off MSN or YouTube or anything else is a far more effective device. John cares for smacking, he says. He did it himself, and yet admits there are far more effective tactics, such as taking away a cell phone. I'd hate to have my iPhone taken away by mum and dad, but it's better than being hit. I'd also remind you that National passed this bill with their addition that police could judge if the child had been assaulted or not on a case-by-case -case basis. Last to Sue Bradford, the Green Party MP who came up with this bill, it's her creation. She changes her mind all the time publicly if this anti-smacking bill stops smacking or not, if it's an illegal act or not, if she wants it banned or not. I'm not a fan of hers, but I can agree with anyone who's against smacking children. If Hitler thought smacking children was wrong, then I could be on Hitler's side on the single issue. It's not outlawed in New Zealand, is it? If it's part of reasonable parental correction, is yes, it? Yes, it is. Oh, oh, sorry, I didn't th <laughs> thought the bill didn't do that. I thought uh, I could well, smack my... smack, No, smacking is not an offence in this country in itself. It's not named as an offence, but yeah. any assault on, our on children no longer has the defence of reasonable force that used to be in place until two years ago when my bill came in, okay. which removes, removed the reasonable force defence. So now there is no reasonable defo uh, force defence for the purposes of physical punishment. Um, so that includes any act of violence. But what the... I'm my sorry, my bill originally did was, yeah. what we did with the amendment, what we called the John Key Amendment, yeah. before the bill passed, was that we made it clear that we did not want the police prosecuting parents for trivial or inconsequential acts of violence. And So in other words, all the reasonably police, applied smacking isn't illegal, because you don't want the police to prosecute for that. We don't want police prosecuting for trivial and inconsequential offences, but smacking can be anything from a very light tap on the bum through to a serious assault. Okay, but uh, so a very light tap on the bum isn't no, illegal. There, there is no defence of reasonable force for any assault on a child, just as there isn't for an assault on an but adult. You're saying you didn't want the police to prosecute. I mean, what I'm driving at here, Sue Bradford, is that the law that you passed actually tried to fudge the issue itself, and there's ambiguity on both sides of this argument. No, it's very clear that there is no defence left in New Zealand law for parents mm. who assault their but children for the purposes of punishment. But I'm trying to get a straight answer from you. Am I a criminal if I give my child a light tap on the bum? Theoretically, yes. But the police, okay. well, we're you, asking you the police not... You can't fudge that when, when you were campaigning on this issue, because I think what you argued was that you wouldn't be. That what we that want. People who did no, that what be we were arguing was that um, children should have the same defence in law as adults from assault. And there's no, for example, there's no law which says it's okay for a husband to beat her, his wife lightly. We used no. to have such laws. Um, yeah. And all we've done with the law change in 2007 was to make the law the same for children as it is for adults. That is, there is no defence of reasonable force for the purposes of correction when we assault our children. It doesn't matter what the assault is. But um, the National Party, John Key, wanted to make it very clear in the law, in that final amending phase in Parliament, that parents should not be prosecuted for trivial assaults. I'd like to mention two websites that helped me out with my views on smacking. Yesvote.org.nz, voting yes for banning smacking, and votenow.org.nz, vote no, which is for smacking children. There's also a stupid parody of the Yes Vote site by people who are for smacking, they personally attack the positions of the yes vote people. This is linked to on every page of the no vote site. 
they at least think it's funny if they haven't actually made it themselves. You can find this silly parody at yesvote.blogspot.com. I personally agree with yesvote.org.nz and disagree with votenow.org.nz, but I feel I should mention both sites for the help they gave me as useful resources, as well as for the listeners to this episode. That's you. These two sites will help you make up your own mind. I like the slogans that yesvote.org.nz uses against smacking children. Hitting kids teaches kids it's okay to hit. If it's wrong to hit an adult, how can it be right to hit a child? Is it right to have a law saying it's okay to hit a child? And my favourite question, what happens when a little smack doesn't work anymore? I like that last one the best, as it's something I hadn't thought of before. If you smack your child for doing fairly minor things, like spilling milk or swearing, what do you do if they hit a family member? Do you smack them harder? What if smacking them doesn't work if they laugh it off or try and smack you back? I played a clip of Prime Minister John Key saying that he is for smacking children, and yet he also says that if the anti-smacking bill is shown to be not working, he will change it. Many MPs voted the Section 59 change. Well, basically every MP in the country, but now they say they are for smacking, yet it's known as the anti-smacking bill. Who knows how this will turn out? Even if the forecast 80% of New Zealand want to be able to smack children, the government doesn't have to change anything. They could, if they are worried about not getting in the next term, but that is years away. I don't think that only terrible people smack their children. Almost everyone I know is actually for smacking. I personally feel it's wrong to use violence against anyone, but especially when you are much bigger than the person you are using it against, and they have no way to defend themselves. What can a child do? Say, please don't hit me! That's not going to stop a parent smacking them. They are most likely too small to smack the parent back. They won't be allowed a taser to defend themselves from violence like the police have, and they can't use pepper spray on mum and dad. So what happens? They just have to learn that mum and dad is always right, because if you argue with them, they can hurt you physically, and there's nothing you can do about it. You are nothing. They could tear you apart if they wanted to, just like that. I think that's awful. I think children should have the right not to be hit by anyone, and that includes their own parents. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find the script for this episode as well as downloads of every episode of Jay Won't Dart's podcast at jwontdart.blogspot.com. If you want to contact me, even just to say you listened, or especially to abuse me, send an email to jwontdart at gmail.com. jwontdart at gmail.com. I'd appreciate it. Have a super happy day. Bye. 5,000 euros to, to uh, the War Child Foundation <laughs> and 1,500 or whatever it is, whatever the legal costs are to you, to the lawyer. So, um, so that's what he sends off. And then this thing, like, of course, I'm already in the press. This thing hits the press. It's on all the, the gossip news shows. And the editor of the magazine is like, no, man, that's not true. This was newsworthy because everyone knows he's a stoner. So we can put, we can, you know, so that's like fair use. We can put that picture on because he was smoking dope in his plane. And these guys are just so. Well, he turned Canadian halfway through this. <laughs> yes, stuff. it's a Dutch Canadian editor. It's nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
So anyway, um, it, what he said, and this was last Friday, he said, oh, we'll see you in court. I'm like, okay, we'll go. And uh, so I emailed uh, Lawrence Lessig, who, of course, uh, I worked with uh, six years ago, th- uh, three years ago in 2006 on the previous case. And uh, and so he's like, uh, you know, he, he doesn't really need to do anything, but he's going to provide support. He just sent me a nice note. He said, Adam, are we going to just have a beer together and it not be about some shit that you're causing over there? <laughs> So, um, protecting copyrights for everybody, once again. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Well, we'll see These what guys, happens. Is that the best they can do? Go to your Flickr account and steal photos and then claim that they're like, you know, with no context and they don't know anything? It could have been, you could have been on a sound stage for all they know. Exactly. Oh, and, but they actually are now going on television saying, well, clearly the guy's flying stone. His license should be taken away. I'm like, Jesus, how dumb can you be? I mean, is that, is that all you have to say?